Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM Radio Pulpit coming to you live. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are. This is happening throughout up to 8 o'clock. Yes, yes. We thank our Father, Yehuah, Elohim. We thank him so much. And of course, I will connect with our guests and uh, so that we can start talking with regards to issues at hand. And uh, one of those is always to engage in uh, matters that have to do with the truth. And this is not to sideline anyone or to prove that others do not have a proper knowledge of a sort. But it is that we learn together. You know, we learn together. Uh, At some stage, we had found ourselves really not knowing. And... uh, Uh, For us to know, we had to learn together. All right. And uh, of course, let me connect also with Pastor Samuel Kabamba. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Let me do that. Let me do that. All right. We have uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba and also uh, we have Muruti Karabumraka. And uh, we also have our brother who is a guest feature with us tonight, as we said last week. And uh, his name is Bonginkosi, you know. Uh, He is also on the line. We are going to be touching base with each of them. And then, of course, in touching base with each of them, we are going to talk about the topic we had put across uh, with regards to uh, uh, that which is happening in our lives these days. And remember, I'm on a theme that talks about cautions on the deterioration of faith amongst us, you know, uh, amongst us. You know, these things are happening. We really need to be careful and to look into these very aspects of what is really happening. And we see quite a lot is happening amongst us. All right. Let me welcome uh, uh, Pastor Karabum Rakam. Ruti, greetings to you, sir, and welcome. Yeah, greetings to you, my brother, and thanks for welcoming me. And may I take this time also to greet uh, my co-panelist, Professor Kabamba, and also Pastor Bonico C, as well as all the listeners of Radio Pulpit. I greet in the mighty name of my Lord and my Savior, Adonainu Yeshua Hamashiach. There we go. There we go. And of course, Pastor Sam. Welcome, Prof. Yeah, thank you very much for having us again today. We are so blessed. And uh, I greet uh, my two brothers who are going to share the word together. And I believe that uh, the Lord is going to bless us. And I greet all the people going to be with us, uh, the people from the uh, radio pulpit and also our listeners. Thank you. And we're uh, here to share the word. Absolutely. Thank you so much about that. And... Uh, uh, we we were touching on on uh, the issue and and uh, of spiritual maturity, if I can remember very well, and uh, uh, as to what it is about and uh, what it stands for. Let me welcome also uh, our brother Bonginkosi. Welcome, sir. Welcome to the show. Greetings to you. 
Shalom, shalom, shalom to the house of Yasharal, to the people of Ya. Uh, and I trust we're going to have a wonderful show. Uh, the name that I prefer to be used is the name of Baruch Yahoo. Okay. The reason why the name is appropriate is because it is the name that I was given to by my father. When you read the book of uh, Psalm 68, number 4, Psalm 68, number 4, clearly describe what his name is. And he says, your name esteems me. That is what Barutiyahus means. So, uh, greetings, shalom to all the house of Yasharal, to all. I'm not a pastor, but I'm somebody that is being sent, a malak, a messenger of Yahuwah, that is carrying a message that is supposed to be shared. This, this afternoon or this evening. Sorry, Hello. sorry for that. Uh, on your WhatsApps, it says, uh, you know, sorry that we have referred to you in a wrong way. Our apologies there. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. All right. And okay. uh, of course, uh, Pastor Sam, uh, thank you so much for gracing us. We really appreciate the moment. And uh, we said today we are going to talk about spiritual dullness uh, as to what it is all about. And uh, also uh, uh, we said uh, we are going to look at this also from the perspective of the nation in which we are. Uh, When we talk about a spiritual dullness, what does it imply? What does it mean? And uh, that we're going to touch even deeply with regards to it uh, as to what it is even all about. Now, much of the times we basically find ourselves at a space and a time of a lack of the true revelation. And those who basically have that, which is a true revelation, Uh, are scarce, very scarce, and they are not even given the time to actually practice that. Sorry about that. There's an alarm going on. Let me just uh, close our studio door. I always broadcast with the studio door open because it's only me left, and uh, the alarm goes off. Ha, you know? Rule number one, <laughs> always close the, the studio door. <laughs> now, um, we are going to look into this, you know, um, and the, the, the very end result is that eyes be opened and that we be able to have knowledge and spiritual vision. It's important that we arrive at that and uh, also that we understand, you know, uh, uh, as to what dullness is even all about, you know. Um, now, when we speak of it, it is also when we touch on the issue, <laughs> if one can put it, of a lack of an understanding heart, you know, a lack of an understanding heart, um, a spiritual unresponsiveness. And sometimes a disinterest which is condemned uh, in the Holy Scriptures by the Father. He condemns these uh, um, that we really need to persuade ourselves away from this. 
and start to perceive that which he says we must understand. And uh, it is my wish, therefore, that we see that we are speaking the direct opposite of a spiritual perception. The word in Psalms chapter 92 verses 6 speaks about a senseless man that does not know, nor does a foolish man understand. You know, a senseless man who is without knowledge and a foolish man who is without understanding. It is uh, very much indicative of what a spiritual dullness is all about. And uh, it shows also that uh, we really need to look into this. My Aki Baruch Yahu, let me start with you. And uh, that you define for us what comes to mind when we look at today and the dullness that is there. Would we say there is a spiritual dullness or is it me who is just seeing it? Uh, Aki, Tuda uh, and Shalom once more. Uh, first of all, maybe we start with a little prayer to invite our Father because when we discuss His things, we need for His Spirit to be around you know, that his ruach must be around us, that even when I speak, I don't speak of my own accord, but it is what he has deposited unto me as his nabi. So uh, in that, you know, uh, all the praise, honor of him, give, we give them to him, him alone. That is why we say hallelujah. Because hallelujah, when we say hallelujah, it is when we're giving praise, esteem, and respect, power, and might to who? To Yah. Now, we are lacking because his name is not restored unto us. Now, when we speak of the spiritual downness, right, we look at what this is about. Adam was chased out of the garden because of disobedience, right? That's one, that, that's one uh, aspect we can look at it. When you look at Abraham, Abraham was told to leave his father's house because his father served idols. Mm. When you look at Lot, Lot was removed from Sodom and Gomorrah before it was to be destroyed because it was a place of evil. You, are, you can also take the story of Yaqub or Jacob who, who has to leave the house of Laban because Laban, of what Laban has done to him, and Laban also was serving idols. Mm. Now, we see a nation that is removed from a place of idols, a nation of Yasharal, not Israel, but Yasharal. Yasharal, yeah, man. Yasharal, yeah. the people that are called by his name. And what is his name? Yah. Yeah. Second Chronicles chapter 7. Mm. If my people that are called by my name humble themselves, and what they we come and pay obeisance, and repent, he will hear us, and he will heal us. So now, today, me and you, the world is lost. Revelation 18 teaches us something, to say, come out of here, my people. Destruction is about to come. Destruction is about to come on this whole earth, because lawlessness must be removed. And in destruction to come, the one who comes to restore the reign that is everlasting, the reign that is of righteousness, it is who? It is the one who comes in the name of Yah. 
Mm. He says, I come in my father's name. Now we can look at the scripture in the book of Zechariah 14, right? Uh, Zechariah 14, number 9, it says, And Yah will be sovereign on all the earth. In that day, there will be one Yah, and his name, one. He does not have many names. Nelson Mandela goes to, uh, Mr. Mandela goes to China. His name, they still refer him as Mandela. He goes to Italy, they still refer to him as Mandela. Anywhere else, whether he goes to Brazil or wherever, he's known as Mandela. Now, where do we find all these names today that we're calling our maker with? Because today every language has a name that is that is said to be calling him. But now we are being brought to the restoration of his name, to the restoration. That is why the name Hallelujah never got lost because his name cannot be contaminated. Now quickly, if maybe I was to open up the book of Second Thessalonians, chapter 2, in number 3, it says, Let no one deceive you in any way, because the falling away is to come first. And the man of lawlessness is to be revealed, uh, mm. a son of disaster, who opposes and exalts himself above. And that is called Allahim. Allahim means almighty. That is what he calls himself. Mm. Oh, that is worship. Right? Now, people, the scripture now teaches us that today we are worshiping somebody who has made himself to be like Alahim, who sits up as Alahim in the dwelling places of Alahim. So here we are, you and me, on the people around the world that are busy asking, calling names. And they thinking that those names are calling him. But those names are not about him. He only has one name. That the whole world, he says, all flesh shall come and worship me. Whether we like it or not, we're going to get to a point where we shall know his name. And his name is Yah. Right. No other name. Okay. Now when you go to the book of, of uh, Ezekiel chapter 14, if you go to the book of Ezekiel chapter 14 from number 12, quickly let me just rush there, please. Yeah, please rush there so that we... I'm going to rush. I'm going yeah, to yeah, do that. I'm mm. almost there. Right. If you go up to chapter 14, listen to this. It says, number 12, from number 12, quickly. How have we fallen from the heaven? Oh, mm. Allah. Mm. Right? That was the name of... That was given to Satan before the fall. Mm. Son of the morning, you have been cut down to the ground. You who laid low nations, what did he do? He has deceived the nation. He's mm. a deceiver. He's a liar. For you have said in your heart, let me go up to the heavens, the Shamanim. Let me rose my throne above the stars of Allahim. And let me sit in the mount of appointment mm. on the side of the north. Let me go above the heights of the clouds. And let me be like the most high. Today, who are we worshiping? Today, who are we esteeming? We thinking that we are esteeming the one who has made the Arat and the Samayim, the earth and the heaven. But no, we are not doing that. Today we come to New Year's. Everything that we are doing, it is not things that are in Scripture. We are worshiping idols, your Janus. We are 
I hear you. That is why we have the book of Luke 15. That okay. speaks of the prodigal son. Who, mm-hmm. who was lost? Who said the scripture says he, he has died, but now he has come alive. You read the book of uh, Ezekiel 37, which speaks of a cry of dry bones. Today we are dry bones. And the voice of Yah is calling unto the far corners of the world. You say, return back to me. Okay. 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 You 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 know very well. You have worked for radio, Nam. You have worked for radio. You know that very well, eh? You you know that when you when you're talking to someone and then they're talking on the phone. And then when their voice goes up, they start to distort. So I was really, really holding the 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 faders so that you don't distort. I want them to hear everything that you say. All right. I apologize, man. Okay, man. Um, uh, look, that is the dullness, you know, uh, and that is the perspective. But I also want to hear the perspectives of Pastor Muraka and also. Uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba just after this Words of Truth and Value you'll find it on 657am Here is a statistic to remember every 36 seconds a woman is abused that means by the time we finish this advert another woman would have been abused Isn't it time we all stood up and said enough is enough we won't stand for this Women and children have rights, and it is time we respect those rights. What are you doing the 16 days of activism? Don't mark the day. Instead, take action to stop gender-based violence. Report and speak up against GBV. To report GBV or get counselling, call 0800-428-428 or send a please call me to star 120 star 7867 hash. This message is brought to you by the Gauteng Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. All right, the time has just gone half past six and we are talking about spiritual dullness as to what it is even all about. Do we see it even amongst ourselves? And uh, our three guests uh, will be handling this quite fairly and ample opportunities to be given to them that they speak, you know, everything. I'll try the best that I can. Some people were were saying to me, uh, the first guest, we can't hear him clearly because at some stage there, I think it was distorting a bit, but don't worry. Uh, uh, I got it under control here. If you want it on podcast, you you will hear it clearly. It has come out quite clearly. Now, Proverbs 29, 19, a servant will not be corrected by mere words for though he understands he will not respond uh, a dullness also becomes more complicated uh, uh, in that it's sophistication it's something that many uh, believers don't want to look into in 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 the sense that there would be displays of words from scripture bibles there will be Bible studies and all that, but there won't be the kind of response that the scripture is prescribing. 
And, and this, in its sense, implies a dullness of a sort. Murutimuraka? Yes. Um, uh, initially, when you started, um, you highlighted the issue of understanding. Mm. Uh, and it's not just understanding for the sake of just understanding something. That's yeah. not how the word um, actually, uh, the word of God operates. It is understanding so that we can apply in mm. our lives uh, that which we have understood that Jehovah has actually uh, uh, indicated we must live by, even as our Lord Jesus Christ uh, came here and left with the disciples, the apostles, uh, the doctrine that God wants us to follow. And now what you are raising there is that although sometimes we may receive you'll find that there is a reluctance to actually change and, and, and walk the way we are supposed to walk. So when we talk dullness, we are talking a sluggishness. We are talking a reluctance really to, to be led by the Spirit. Mm. Um, Hebrews chapter 5 speaks to this, in that then I'm going to go there to Hebrews chapter 5. The writer of the book of Hebrews uh, is speaking to people that are born from above, Mm. uh, who are children of God. And and he says to them that uh, they've become dull, they've become uh, sluggish. Uh, because he was telling them about the high priest uh, uh, being uh, Yeshua, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, or rather difficult to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. Uh, That's verse 11 of chapter 5. And then verse 12. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the beginning elements of the oracles of God. And you have, you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. For he is an infant. But solid food belongs to those who are mature. Those who, through use, have their senses exercised to descend both good and evil. Mm. Now, we see that those are the things that show spiritual dullness. Hmm. Last week when we were dealing with uh, immaturity, we were saying those who are immature are actually still infants. They are 
walking in the flesh rather than in the spirit. And yet they are born again. Mm. And, and really last week what we were talking about was a description of a, a condition, uh, a description of a face. But now, this week, what we are talking about is a reluctance to uh, move out of that face. Then you become dull. Then you are spiritually dull. You who are immature spiritually become spiritually dull. Why? Because you are not intending to, to progress and to grow to maturity. That's why he says when he begins chapter 6, he says, Therefore, uh, leaving the word of the beginning of the oracles of Christ, let us go on to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from defunct works and of faith toward God, of the doctrines of baptism, of laying on of hands, of resurrection out of the defunct, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. And then the other verses, he now starts to show that what happens to those who do not want to move, do not want to yield to the permission of God to move forward. He says, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and you'll see that those who actually uh, 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 repented from defunct works were enlightened at that stage. And they have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good spoken word of God and the abilities of the age to come. If they fall away to refresh them again to repentance, since they crucify for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shape. So from that chapter 5, verse 11, mm. to chapter 6, verse 6, one can see clearly uh, uh, what dullness and what the consequences of dullness are. Yeah. Because uh, the, 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 the last verses which I was reading from 4 to 6 show that those who actually would have uh, proceeded on these things and then later on they turn around and, and, and refuse to continue to maturity, this is what will happen to them. There will be like a field that is put to fire mm. uh, because it has failed to produce. It has failed to bear fruit. So spiritual dullness is the opposite of spiritual fervency. Let me pause there.
my brother. Right. Okay. Uh, Muruti, thank you so much about that. And uh, we are talking about spiritual dullness as to what it is even all about. Come live the life at 6.57 a.m. There we go. Now, let me bring this to you, Pastor Sam. Um, Here it is. A dullness is when we seem to have not known, when we seem to have not heard, when we seem to have not been told, Mm -hmm. uh, and also when we seem to have not understood. You know, and, and this I pick up from Isaiah 40, verses 21. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? You know, that very aspect, when we seem like people who are like that, whereas, I mean, it's very simple. Spiritual dullness is very simple. That the Father is telling us who his name is, but we continuously stick to that which theology tells us. Uh, uh, how we should observe his scripture and commandments, but we continuously stick to what our denominational settings are saying. How as a nation we need to uh, uh, continuously check ourselves as to whether we still are standing in the faith, but we continuously uh, go on to observe idolatry and all those things. And these are run by people who are known as men of God. You know, they are known as such. And and it is quite saddening um, when you see the deterioration of faith uh, amongst even young people. That That is so much in, in the rise, especially in the past 24 months. And, and there are those who have the knowledge, they don't get the exposure, or they don't talk about this, or they keep this to themselves, or they brag about it, you know. Uh, it is quite sad, but here's a fact. We seem to be behaving as if we've never been told. Are we a nation that behaves as if we've never heard? A nation that looks like we have never understood even the foundations of the earth and scripture with regards to everything that the Father wants us to know as we are here on earth. Professor, what comes to mind? Yeah, thank you very much for the question. You know, um, what you just said is something that really, when you consider uh, what really is going on around here in South Africa, even outside of South Africa, almost mm. all, all over the world, we see that uh, uh, there's what you call a lack of interest into the Word of God. And uh, we understand that uh, everything that we are, if it's not based on the word, meaning that meaning that we are just wasting our time. Mm. Now, you see in the book of uh, uh, Romans, uh, the Bible is saying, uh, Romans 10, 17 says, uh, faith come, come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Now, you see that uh, uh, for quite some time, there's lack of interest when it comes to the word of God lack of excitement. People are not no more excited when it comes to the Word. When he says today we're going to teach, we're only going to speak about the Word, people are not excited. 
And that way we start not picking up an spiritual balance where people don't are not interested anymore in the things that sustain them. People are not interested in what makes them who they are. People are interested in other things, like we see uh, the miraculous, uh, the prophecies, and all mm. the things that have taken place for quite some time. People have been so much excited about those things, but those things do not, do not establish anybody. You know, they make you excited for a while, but they do not, I mean, uh, sustain you. And this was exactly what has been happening. And then by looking at that, you see that when people are start losing out because they don't have any more the foundation, but now they are based on what you call all these uh, uh, mm. things that are superficial. Mm. And that's exactly what has been happening for quite some time, not only for the past 24 months, but, you know, it has taken a bit of time because uh, the past 10 years has been a time where people were so much excited to think they wanted to know the future. Now, if you will go to those people who have been uh, going to all these prophets and so on, you ask them a question about what they've discovered, what they've come to know about their future, many of them will tell you, we do not know. But while they went to those prophets and all these other people to tell them about or to talk to them about their future, but they do not know anything about the future. Why? Because it was just for a while. I mean, it was just an excitement for a short period of time. Mm. But they do not know that what established them is not the excitement about what they tell you, but what, is, what sustains you is the word. When you, are, when you are rooted in the word of, uh, uh, of um, uh, Yeshua Mashiach, when you are rooted into that word, that word sustains you and it keeps you. The Bible is talking about that a house that is built on the rock, it stands when the wind comes, when the storm comes. But you see, there have been storms, you know. Uh, you know we, sometimes we say we thank God for this uh, pandemic, because the pandemic has come as a storm, and it has shaken a lot of people. People have been shaken, and people have lost it out. You know, the Bible says something in, uh, in the book of uh, Hebrews 12, uh, from verse 27 and above, he's talking about that we are part of a kingdom, an unshakable kingdom, that whatever that needs to be shaken, let it be shaken. But mm. you and I, we are part of that kingdom that cannot be shaken. That means when things are not going our way, we are not, we are not shaken. When things go away, we thank God. When they don't go away, we thank God because our, 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 uh, our trust are not in the things, but our trust are in the Lord. It's the Lord who sustains us. It's the Lord who keeps us. But you see, when people don't anymore put their trust into the Lord, they don't put their trust into Jehovah God, if they don't put their trust into the one who sustains them, and he sustained by his word, if people don't trust the word anymore, then they start going down. That's why now the future doesn't come in, because you, when you define it, it's just I mean, what you call lack of interest, lack of excitement. We're not excited about the word. And the Bible tells us, again, in the book of uh, uh, 1 Timothy 4, what does the Bible say? It says, but this, the Holy Spirit explicitly and uh, unmistakably declares that in the latter times, some will turn away from their faith. Some will turn away from their faith, paying attention instead to the deceitful and seductive spirit and the doctrines of demons. Now, that's exactly what we see today. Mm. It has been coming slowly and surely. It has entered the church. Now, people are, want to know. They, they, they are now taking the men of God, they are, the so-called men of God. They have become the, the, the sangomas or the witch doctors or the magicians. 
I mean, people expect of those type of results whereby they go to someone, they must tell them exactly what is going to happen tomorrow. And people will love that. They stop going to those things. Why? Because they remove their ears from listening to the words that sustain them, but they wanted to see their, uh, what can make them feel good. And it has been going on that way, and a lot of people have lost their way. A lot, they have gone that way. They followed those people. Now, who, where are those people today? Those ones who have been trying, who have been uh, kind of been known, we knew them. We saw them on TV. We saw them on the social media. You know, they are names. You know, when we mention this one, you know, it's this one. But today, where are they? When you follow them, you find that all their names are associated with what? With scandal. Now, nice. based on that, what is happening now? People now, they are, they are now confused. Mm. They do not see anymore even the, the, they don't even feel like going to church. They don't feel like going to follow God. Why? Because whatever they've been listening, they thought that it was from the Lord. Why? It was not from the Lord. Now, the excitement about the Word of God is no longer there. People don't feel like sitting now listening to the Word because they claim or they thought that the people who were standing in front of them, they were there to direct them, to give them direction. Why it was not true. Now, the Bible says, in the latter days, things will happen that way. People will go, they will follow, they will go to these other doctrines, doctrine of demons, they will follow them, and misled by what hypocrisy of life, whose, whose, whose I mean, uh, conscience are said as with a branding iron, leaving them incapable of ethical functioning. That means these people will go to people who do not have anything to do with the Word of God. So those people, they will praise other things than the world. They will mm -hmm. praise their children, they will praise their wives, they will praise their, their, their cars, they will praise anything. They will talk about who they are, but they won't speak about God. They won't speak about Yeshua Mashiach. They will talk about any other thing. That's exactly what has been going on. And people have lost that interest. And we want to come up, and I thank God and I pray that after... A, a, a type of program, this our program, we want people to come back and realize that no, we miss it all together. What mm. can sustain us today is not any other thing than the Word of God. Mm. The Word that will make you, whatever goes all around you, the Word will stand for you. Mm. Absolutely, I hear you, sir. And uh, of course, the time has just gone 10 minutes to the hour 7. Let's make this part 1, you know. Um, send us your WhatsApps. What are some of the things that we seem to be blind at spiritually? You know, we seem to be, or even turning a blind eye and a deaf ear on them spiritually. Things that we need to be careful about. We need to be awakened to. What are those things? And uh, what are the things that uh, have to do with spiritual darkness when we look at ourselves even today? I saw a pastor... Hey, giving someone a varam club today. Varam club. <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, there was always this thing at school. They call it a varam club. And someone would just hit you, just slap you on the face, you know, uh, at school. A teacher would do that. They, they used to do that. You know, uh, and, I saw, and I was asking myself, why is this man doing what he's doing in front of a massive crowd? He was giving someone a varam club in Rustenburg. And I said, oh, okay. This is what has happened these days. 
and and that is a, a sad sad development of things we really need to be careful about this mayaki baruki who let me come to you again and uh, um also look into the very aspect of spiritual dullness dullness now here is this aspect of it again which really describes it because today we are just describing and defining it Isaiah 44:19 and no one considers in his heart nor is there knowledge nor understanding to say i have burned half of it in the fire yes i have also baked bread on its coals i have roasted meat and eaten it and i shall make the rest of it an abomination shall i fall down before a block of wood no one considers in their hearts when there is a lack of consideration in the hearts of people um in considering the truth about scripture uh when that basically has become even the norm of the day even when it comes to those who are supposed to be conscientizing the nations about what the father is saying that to me is a dullness of a sort also in the biggest sense what comes to mind Aki, um, the two pastors that have spoken i think there is an agreement right based on uh saying that there is indeed a spiritual dullness now uh when you read the book of psalm 127 number one it says if Yah does not build the house, hey. builders have labored in vain. Mm-hmm. If Yah does not get the city, the watchmen have stayed awake in vain. Mm. Now, what, what one of the mm-hmm. pastors quoted was the book of Hebrews chapter 5, mm. where, from 12, where it says, Indeed, although by this time you ought to be teachers, yep. you need somebody to teach you again. Hey. Now we must remember at the age of 12, a young boy gets missing from his parents, and when he was found, he's teaching the people that are more educated in scripture. But he is explaining to them that you are totally misinterpreting or you are misrepresenting the, what this reign is about. Mm. So he comes to teach them, and that is what the scripture says. That the first element of the, the word of Allahim, you have become such, we are no longer eating solid, but we, are, we, are, we, we, we have gone back to milk. So we need to start afresh. The foundation, the foundation is, the foundation is, is evil and wicked. We cannot go and fix up there. While the found, we need to start afresh. Mm. And starting afresh, that is where his name comes. If I was to go to the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. Uh, we have, as you've mentioned, that today there's so much abomination. Today we are following, or many people are worshipping under Sunday. Is there a Sunday in Scripture? There mm. isn't any. Or if there is any, maybe one should be able to share with us to say, okay, my, my Scriptures have got a Sunday. Mm. But the Scripture speaks of Shabbat, mm. or what is known as Sabbath. Now, when we look at the commandments in Exodus chapter 20, I will take it from 
from number four, quickly, number four, five, and six. It says, you do not, you do not make yourself a cup image of any likeness that is in the heavens above, that is in the earth beneath, that is in the water under the earth. You do not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, yeah, your Alakim, I am jealous. I'm jealous of visiting crookedness of your father on the children to the third and to the fourth generation of those who hate you. Now, what it means is, when you do not follow my commands, when you do what is of your own will, I'm going to judge you. We have seen that in many times, that every time the nation of Yasharat did and bow to idols, they were sent into captivity. Mm. Right now, we are in captivity. Right now, we are no longer wearing the crown as good chosen people. Right now, we are empty. Right now, our women have been, have been humbled. Now it mm. continues, it says, but showing loving commitment to thousands of those who love me and got my command. In simplicity, if you follow my command, you love me. If you do not follow my command, you hate me. Period. There's no doubt about it. And if you hate, that is where he will punish to the third and to the fourth generation. Now, we have been given a second chance. And this is, this is a last chance, actually, because the world's destruction is about to come. That is why 400 years have passed. If you look at, at, at Psalm 119, right, it has the word we start with scriptures that is say Allah Bayit Gamal Dalat, right? That is his language. Now, that will tell you it's more also of a calendar. You know, it, it explains about the house of Yasharal, what they are about, right? Because Yasharal means the upright people. No sin could be found in them. The same way no speck of dust or anything can be found in the presence of Yah, it is the same with his people. When you look at the, uh, uh, a king who is known as Solomon, but his true name is Shalama. Shalama means peace, right? So during his reign, he lived up to his name. For 40 years, there was no war or anything. Because Yasharal at that time were following him, were esteeming him. When you read about the new Yerushalam, the new Yerushalam, listen to this, Akif. Uh, uh, they mm. are all called by his name, Yerushalam, mm. Yasharal, Yahuda. There's mm. no Judah, there's no Jerusalem. <laughs> the letter J does not exist. It is only 400 years yeah, that man. it was. It was uh, hey, so it is, it is yeah. So everything is about his name, right? So now, when when you look at that, you can start to see and to think that everything is about his name. Mm. Everything mm. is about his name. If you reject his name, you reject him, and you will also be rejected. And that is where the dullness is, uh, that we don't consider what you just said. We Absolutely. trust, yeah, we, we really need to, to pull up our socks. We really need to speak these truths. We trust that the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together till 8. It has gone 7 o'clock. The lines are open. It's 012-333-8699. That's 012-333-8699 or 012 
or you can send us a voice note or a WhatsApp on the WhatsApp number 082-657-2729. What are these things that we are blind at, you know, that we had become dull at, that we had become ill-considerate of? Things that we have turned a deaf ear and a blind eye to, which the Father is commanding. What are some of those things that comes to mind, you know? You can talk to us directly there. Let's see what you say on this. Now, if you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.